there's I feel like there is a way to live life really living it like really yeah. being mm-hmm. in it and still being and letting spirituality kind of enhance your experience rather than push shel- it away yeah like shelter it there was a point where shelter it became you. a control thing for me like I needed to control these like intenser emotions which kind of led into me having anxiety I think mm. so the flip side of that was the past two years which you witnessed firsthand yeah I guess well, I especially was, pandemic years yeah I just like I flipped from being like I am the master of all my emotions to being like, let me be consumed by my emotions. Yeah. Like, you fully you saw this. very, very polar opposites very quickly. Yeah, I did. Like, two years I met you, you were like, I'm growing. I'm and now <laughs> I am the wind. And now you're, you're... I'm like, let me be the fucking you, storm, bitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're listening to Everything Ever, the podcast. Hello. Hi. It's Gabby. This is the first episode of a series. Sage in the Streets. Sage in the Streets. The series. I sat down with my friend Miranda Stone and we... We spoke for hours, to be honest. I mean, way too long. So she gets a series dedicated to relationships, spirituality. It's a bit of girly talk, but makes a little bit of philosophy. I loved having this conversation because so many of the topics are some of my favorite to discuss. This episode in particular addresses how spirituality can sometimes be inhibiting versus how it can be supportive. The balance between being mindful and embodying your reality rather than trying to distance yourself from it. We also give a bit of a background check on our relationships and what it was like to be in relationships whilst how do I put this expressing extremely unhealthy slash toxic traits which then cause unhealthy and toxic relationships we spill the tea a little bit is what I'm trying to say I hope you're having a good day wherever you are and that you enjoy the episode okay let's do some breathing okay so you're gonna take one deep breath in with me okay ready You need to shake it out as well. Shake your hands. Shake, 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 shake. Sorry. This is what happens when you come into the tree humpers hoe. You shake out the energy. I'm going to say all of this on the podcast. Imagine. She she lured me to her bed (laughs) and she's making me shake my body. Imagine that there's these balls of energy that you want to get rid of on your hands. Shake and they go through the walls. And you're going to go, right, out, 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 Feral. You know what you were saying, like, we bookshop yesterday. Yeah. And she was looking at the woman runs with all this. She's like, would you buy it? She's like, I was like, I don't really know, but it looks very feral. And I'm not as feral as Gabby. And she's like, would you buy it? I was like, no, like, I'm not as feral as Gabby. You're just very feral. How am I feral? What does that even mean? It's not like I'm humping trees for fun. (laughs) Microphone, micro... Can we just start, man? It is recording. Oh, shit. Welcome to... Everything ever. The podcast <laughs> where we explore your ass crack and your childhood trauma. Where's <laughs> my introduction? Hi guys, how are you doing? How are we doing today? I hope everything is going well. Do you not have like a little? I hope you my name. You know I don't say my name yet. You haven't said your name once. No. What is wrong? I like, it's sh- on my title, but I don't say my name. Why? You should be like, hi, I'm, I'm blank. I'm Gabriella. I'm Gabby. 
Gabriella. Well, well, what do I call? Wait, what's my? I don't want to use my last name because no. I don't like my last name. You say I'm Gabriella, your local tree humper. Hi guys, it's Gabrielle, your local <laughs> tree humper, and this is the, the probably third, fourth, or fifth episode of Everything Ever the podcast. I hope your day is going well. I actually. Oh my god, like, genuinely when I, like, had the idea for this podcast, like, back, like, last year in, like, lockdown when we were roaming the wild streets of North London. <laughs> wild streets. <laughs> I literally, like, as soon as I had the idea for it, I knew, I knew who had to be on it and couldn't not be on it. Hello! It is you! It is you! She is here! She has arrived! Hello! The stage Hi. is hers! The stage is hers! Hi! This is Miranda Stone. No! Your local stage is the one! Name, my name, government name! You have to cut out my last name! Your government name! name. <laughs> government name. Your passport detail! I'm talking about my passport detail! Any fraudsters out there? Any hackers? Anyone who wants My to national insurance number is. <laughs> Yo, maybe that guy that's trying to steal your money. This might yeah. be useful for him. I actually recently been robbed. I mean, frauded. I mean, whatever. By this man By in this, Amsterdam. In Amsterdam. And he's having a great time. He's going to Ubers. He's getting Uber Eats. And I'm just happy I'm feeding someone. <laughs> <laughs> At least you know someone is happy. At least I know someone's having a Did good time. Did you sort it out? Is he still doing that? You know what? Like, I sorted it out with the bank. And then Uber just took an extra 20 quid for my account. So I think he's trying again. But you know what? He really doesn't... He doesn't stop, does he? He doesn't sit down. At least we know that he has some resilience in him. Resilience is a good quality. It it is. (laughs) Who doesn't like a bit of resilience? Yeah. He's still fighting, even though you've gone to the bank. The bank has sorted it. Do you think he knows? I don't know if it's the same Donny. Maybe it's just a cult. It's a system. A system system of oppression. (laughs) This is Miranda for you. If you bang, (laughs) if you walk down the street and you hear any form of shouting, it might be aggressive. It might be polite. It might be laughter. It might be extreme TMI. (laughs) Extreme TMI about the inside of her asshole. It's Miranda. Hi. You know it's her. So this is her. Anyone you've ever heard that's loud on the street, any noises, any loud bangs, it's her. She's the origin of all of them. I would be so disappointing compared to this. She is on the podcast. The Queen has arrived. The Queen is here. The Queen of everything ever. The idea of you cutting this down is, like, traumatic to me. It hurts already. It actually hurts Um, already. Hi, I'm Miranda. I just (laughs) want to say a little disclaimer. Mm. So we've been discussing this episode, right? Because this has been this has been a year in the making. Yeah, we've it's talked about this for a while. Literally so long. This has been a year pending. Actually, not even a year. Do you remember when we made... We tried, basically... Oh, whoa! Back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in the... On our iPhones. <laughs> on our iPhones, when we were, like, two years old. We might have been, like, 15. We were 15. We sat in Miranda's old room. Old, old room. Yeah, yeah. And we sat down. We're like, let's do a podcast episode. And we just recorded something for like two hours. We just talked for two hours with the phone. Absolutely fuck all. No, we didn't have any. There was no. There was no beautiful mic that you had. We didn't have a mic. We just had a phone. We we didn't even have a laptop. There was no container for the words. It was just blah. It was just words. It was a good time. It was, and then the whole thing deleted. Oh yeah. Do you remember whose phone was it on? Yours. And it just didn't record, or like the whole thing deleted. No, it recorded, but you can. I don't remember. I think my, I'm sure my storage is full. Probably. It's so bad. Do you have that extra like seventy nine p? 
but you can get more. <laughs> no, you pay 70. for 79p and you can get like an unlimited cloud. 79? <laughs> That's 79p. such a specific number. And you get unlimited cloud. Not 99p? No, 79. 79. <laughs> okay. You, and you get unlimited cloud. Anyone who doesn't she have... Actually... Have, are you tapped? Apparently. You haven't... I've on. never heard of this. It's just more cloud space. I can. For 79p? A month. And I have unlimited. And I can take all the photos I need to. Seriously? Yes. So now I'm not gonna <laughs> <laughs> So now I'm not gonna convert to Samsung. You convert everyone wants to everyone's like everyone's smart. Every smart person has person yeah, yeah. has Samsung. Because Apple is for idiots. It's for people who just like pretty things. It's so true. It's, oh but it's so smooth it's though, so like how can you resist to use? It? It's like the interface of it is really easy to use. It's just so sexy. Like it's just so smooth. It's so smooth. Like you can run your hand along that for hours. <laughs> Okay. 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 <laughs> Don't touch so Gabby's iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so nice. But then every, literally anyone I know that's like has has a brain ever has, has like Samsung. Hawaii way. They have Hawaii way. What's that? You know that. What you know that? what I'm talking about. Everyone knows <laughs> what I'm talking about. Hawawa or whatever. <laughs> what you that? know what I'm talking about, viewers. What is listeners? This? What's Hawawa? <laughs> you, know, you don't know because you're not bright. I'm joking. I'm joking. No, do you think it's everyone who owns a Samsung phone like they hack? They hack. They hack. They hack because Apple people are easy to hack. Because what are we doing? They don't have a phone. Phone shouldn't be that easy to set up. They're all smart. So like my friend, his dad works in IT, right? And he has a Samsung. And <laughs> he has a Samsung. Story. The guy I'm seeing right now, he. Has Samsung, but he doesn't. He has like three laptops. <laughs> oh, I love people with those like like they look like the Matrix with all those screens. Literally, I'm like, what is happening? My brother's like that, and he has like a Wawa or like a, a he has Wawa. like a random place phone. And your brother's smart, right? Yeah. I went to I was at his yesterday, and I needed to edit like the podcast episode with John and Guy, and I was trying to get my mum to send it over, right? And oh, I was don't like, ever like when you oh try and get your mum. <laughs> so many hours. Just like so click, long. please, just so much. But I appreciate it. Like we I appreciate, it. we love, I appreciate we love, it. Can we give a shout out to Gabby's mum? Oh, the queen, the true queen She's, of everything. Gab, uh, Gabriella's mum is incredible. She's just an absolutely She's, remarkable. She's very woman. close to us right now, physically and emotionally <laughs> and spiritually. What are you talking? She's like near us. She is. Her energy, I bet her aura is supporting us right now. Oh, my mum is a queen. She's just a remarkable lady. Did have you told them? Can I tell her her, her sun sign? Yeah. Gabby, of course, is raised by a Leo woman. For, okay, so for the astrology astrology whores, stay. For the non astrology whores, get your fucking ass out the door because this might okay. just make you angry. <laughs> okay, so Gabby was raised by a, a Leo mother. Look, can we? No, come on. Let's give her some more respectability in this. A Leo, not just a Leo mother. A Latina Leo mother, Le- yeah, with all Leo in her chart. Yes. every single placement is Leo, apart from her moon sign, which is Aquarius, which doesn't make it much better. Yeah, that's that's no improvement. <laughs> no, that's really so uh, we we can we can understand why Gabby is such a tree humper. <laughs> anyway, but she's a developed Leo as well. She is a developed Leo. She's very selfless. She's you don't you you we like Leos. We collect them like as we a, all like. I mean. To be honest, Us, there's a if you charts. don't like Leos, right? You're a Virgo. You if you don't like a Leo, you're a Virgo or like a Libra cancer. or a Cancer. I Leos in my twelfth house, so I have a little inclination. Wait, Leos your twelfth house? So what's your rising? So your rising's Capricorn. Yes. Which is your first house, so Leo can't be your. No, Leo is your seventh house. Is it? 
Yeah. Yeah, Leo's my seventh house. Which sorry, is the house Leo. of relationships. Leo's in my seventh house. Sorry, yeah, I did. Sorry. Sorry, just kind of got that wrong there. Um, so I have a little inclination towards them. A little one? Yeah. <laughs> Legs spread wide open. <laughs> Every Leo, I mean. She's being melodramatic, but yes. Leo's and cinema. But you can't say this because I, I'm, 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 oh, I'm a wife. I'm a wife to woman. Oh, she is a wife. I'm to a woman. woman. <laughs> um, okay, so are we, are we? Do we have to like explain our chart? Is that what we're doing here? Okay, listen. Yeah. Okay. Listen up, bitches. <laughs> okay. It's time for the nitty gritty. Not Apple Talk now. No, this isn't. Okay, so I'm just gonna give you a little disclaimer. Actually, a big disclaimer for everyone listening. I'll do the background music. A little disclaimer <laughs> for everyone listening. <laughs> this episode. I'm stopping. Yeah, please do. <laughs> what is this? Okay, massive disclaimer. <laughs> Singing may occur at random moments. So if you if you dislike the sound of people's singing voices, click off. If you just like talk about astrology, click off. If you can't handle the word penis, vagina, dick, or pussy, click off. <laughs> I've had a massive conversation with my lovely dearest Miranda mm. before this. And she came in my house this morning and she said, let's go, I'm ready, let's go. I'm, I'm here for this. And I said, thank fucking God, because I've been waiting a year. This has been pending, actually for like three years. And I sat down. And she bought her bruschetta. 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 Italians, I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't get angry. <laughs> no, I'm probably the wrong too. Um, bruschetta. Some lovely tomato and bruschetta. garlic Come with some out. beautiful what? bread. Yes. And we sat down. Mm. And we got the notebooks out and we started discussing. And I said, Miranda, dearest, I would love to do an uncensored episode. <laughs> because anyone who knows anything about us, anyone who's walked past us in the street, Knows that their ears now bleed <laughs> because of us. There's no censor, but we're, we're going to censor a little bit. Yes. Hi, mum. This is the thing. There is no, there's generally is no censorship. Miranda is the person, I'm sure you know from listening to my episodes, my voice is, is loud. Sometimes it pierces, like the audio like spikes and I can see <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit, that's going to hurt someone's ears. Like it just spikes. My laugh is very loud. Mm. And everyone I've interviewed so far has not had that issue. However, this episode, the two of us make the audio spike and like we're gonna, burn we're, your ears. We're going to try and, we're going to stay calm. We're going to try and stay calm and mute <laughs> our voices. But although we've discussed this before and Miranda does... Does she? We want to add a little bit of censorship, you know, just for future careers and things like this. <laughs> for careers, for career um, purposes. I, I call my red flag, like you know, when like they're shoving their fist too far up, and <laughs> we can't go no more. We're going medium height of fist shoving today, <laughs> not the full length <laughs> up into each other's business. But there's no, still... we're we're being very open. Yeah. About specific topics. Yes. Exactly. It's just some topics we're not going to go as into, but... On this date. On this specific date, you know, it may progress, because really what's happening is Miranda is here for a series. Yes, hi. This is the Miranda Chronicles. I'm your new (laughs) co-host. I don't know what I should call it. Like, do I call it the Miranda... No, I don't think you should. There's going to be a little... I'm going to explain it for you as your new... Please do. Co-host. No, I'm not a co-host. We're going to do a little series, basically. Yeah. Of us two doing this. But do I call it the Miranda Chronicles or do I call it like no, slags to bag? Call it um what was it? Spirituality slate. Oh yeah. We'll, we'll sluts for spiritual. Spiritual sluts. The series. The series. Okay. Uh, so that's welcome. a lot of S's and I'm a lisp. 
<laughs> so you just spat on you. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but no, we can do that. We love that sibilance. Yeah, so... You say it with a lisp. We are... This is a, the start of something beautiful. It is. It's the start of something new. I'm trying really hard to speak properly. I'm excited. If it, I feel like I'm birthing a child through my vaginal canal Yeah, you're right sitting... Now. She's sitting in, like, birthing position right now. I'm birthing a child. I should probably give you... I'm going to give you an image. She's sitting... Legs spread open, <laughs> birthing to her microphone, birthing. I really am. I've watched this really progress. I'm really proud of you. What? I'm proud of you. Wait, progress from what? Just from my legs closed to my legs open. <laughs> no, but like what? you, I watched you create this whole thing. Right. Wow. You really have seen like the backhand of this. We're going to, this is going to be so long. <laughs> this is gonna, no, but it's okay. I'm going to cut this into multiple parts. Really? Yeah. Cool. You really have seen the backhand of this, though. Like, you've seen... You've seen... You've seen me cry on your toilet floor. You've seen me scream of laughter in the street. Yeah. I mean, you've really seen... And I've seen you, you know, about it. take long to decide what you're going to do, and... <laughs> Was that a little, like, backhanded comment? No, I think you're like, you need it because it's prepared Unfortunately. Now. Unfortunately, I've watched you decide... No, I'm joking. Um, no, I feel like it... I've watched you really create this from I'm, that thin air to what we're doing right now it's true slightly more air <laughs> slightly more air <laughs> thank you for like no, seeing me through my decision off. okay let's, we're let's not doing this okay. anyway the massive disclaimer is this sarcastic. is 90% of this is going to be sarcastic second of all there is going to be a, probably quite a bit of swearing in this third of oh. all if sex talk com- comes up <laughs> there will be some sex talk um, I'm gonna give my own disclaimer. I can't speak properly, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Perfect. Perfect. Let's go. On. <laughs> Let's go. Um. Right, let's chuck some bullet points. Let's start with how we met. I actually want to okay, start with yeah. that. Okay, yeah. We met in our secondary school. We did. Art, uh, in year... Year 10. 10 art class. So we, we were 14. 14. What the fuck, man? I know. Holy shit. We met in art class when we were 14. Like our, yeah. It was, so it was just from... It was our GCSE art class. Yeah, it was when GCSE started. Ah! So it was when we went from like being in one class for three years. Yeah. To like mixing classes. Mixing classes. So she was like, the art, yeah, these were the first people that you would meet outside of classes. And I, unfortunately, <laughs> ran upon... <laughs> no, I'm joking. Triumph. This tree hammer. <laughs> you ran into each other in an art class. What's your first memory of me? My first remember Your first memory of me. My first memory of you was sitting. You weren't opposite me. You were like diagonal to me across, and you were just coloring. You're like <laughs> drawing or whatever, <laughs> and coloring. you were just a, a, a person who was in our class also, who I won't say her name, was sitting opposite me, and we were all and we were talking about relationships and men. That's my first memory. Really? And yeah. And you said that so politely. Relationships and men. We were talking about relationships. We were talking about men. We were talking about... Uh, and you were talking about your... You were just like introducing your initial understanding of, I guess, spirituality at the time. Was I actually? Yeah, but like in a different way. Not how people can now because we've got more access through like TikTok and stuff. And YouTube. People understand it now. They understand. They have an easier way of understanding it. But really, it was just kind of like a general idea. And I was really interested by it because I kind of had similar general ideas. But I, mm. I just never heard it really vocalised in like a school situation. Mm. 
It's interesting that because, like, 14 was when I picked up my first, like, spirituality book. Mm. For anyone who might have read it, it was, um, it was A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle, which now... He's also written The Power of Now. Like Which I've got your copy. Yeah, you have. It's all about um, being in the present moment, the ego and mindfulness, and it's a very classic, like... It was a very, very classic, like, textbook, spiritual, like, fuck your ego, be in the present, like... What do you think of that energy. book? See, that book literally... Like, when I tell you it changed my life, it changed my life, because I was... <clears throat> I was... I picked it up, like, when I wasn't very happy. Like, mm. it wasn't that deep, but I just wasn't that happy at the time. And I read it and I was going through kind of like a turbulent social situation at the time. And I was in a situation where there was all this drama and this emotional like complexity and this emotional kind of... There was a lot of anger and hurt and resentment. And that book is all about detaching from that and and like being the observer of your thoughts and the observer of your emotions and sitting in like just pure energy and consciousness yeah and that was the first time i'd ever heard about that so being in that situation and reading that book like literally i became a new person like i completely my life actually changed from reading that book like i remember like anger would come up and i'd just be like i just let it go i'm at peace now like somehow i managed to do that so i have all the respect for that book Mm. because it's helped me personally but now i look back and i I don't resonate with it very much. Mm, I get what you're saying. Like, I, I see how it can help people and I do have respect for it, but now I have so many different opinions. And also, even the whole, like, cultural appropriation aspect of it. Mm. Well, like, the whole... Like, a lot of people don't like Eckhart Tolle because they don't think that he has a right to, like, comment on or to write a whole book about that topic when it's actually a big part of Eastern philosophy. Mm. I've had a lot of, I, like... I can't comment on this fully because I haven't done enough research into it, but a big thing people have against him specifically is the fact that he's made a lot of money from, like, these Mm. books that are very textbook spirituality, but they're actually from Eastern I think this is something that's, like, being repeatedly occurring. Like, how much credit can we give to Mm -hmm. people who, like, so greatly monetize off, off of other people's culture mm. in a lot of ways mm-hmm. that's a whole that is a whole other topic that's a whole other topic yeah um but i think i read that book too late in my mm. spiritual journey mm-hmm. i think i read it too late did you read it because i told you to read it yeah you gave it to me and right. in the time and i i, I no 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 I th- a lot of people that I've said like read it it changed my life they're like what the fuck is this <laughs> like, no it's like, not that it's not that I think I read it too late like I read the I was reading parts of the power now and to be fair I didn't like read it cover to cover I dipped into mm-hmm, chapters mm-hmm. but this is what I would I would expect to do in a book like that mm. I mean I read the first you know um, and yes but no it was I read f- it too at the wrong time at the wrong time and I think sorry. Go. Um, I think that's really a really like important thing like the time you read something really mm. changes how much you like it like the same with like 100%. people that you meet if you meet them at the wrong time this person who would have been perfect for you or it would have been it doesn't mm-hmm. matter is not anymore so I think timing oh, is anything like I remember a lot I can't remember who said it but there were talk- the, the studies going in people basically saying that like love is all about like timing 
and mm. can't remember the other two things. But one of them is like timing. Timing is such a huge part of everything now because it correlates to who you are in that moment. For me, yeah. that book was like the first meditative practice I think I ever experienced because I was so like turbulent at the time emotionally. Like, I was young, like, I was 14, like, you have so many hormones, and then, like, that fucking social situation was a shit show. Yeah. And it was just so dramatic, and so, like, I didn't like the situation I was in, so when I sat down and read that book at 14, like, I would set aside, like, an hour every night to, like, really slowly read it, and, like, let, like, every word sink in, and I liked the way that he wrote it, because it felt so detached, and it, like, kind of allowed me to, like be the observer of that situation yeah. rather than be in it and I think I'd never done that before because I'd often get so it's very easy to get very involved with your emotions so it gave me that skill set that was the first thing that gave me that very like classical minds night mindfulness skill set that I still use now it's just oh my god I remember I think back to that time and like not that I was being a dick to people but because I loved that philosophy so much at the time, people would come to me and ask me for advice on something. Mm, and yeah, I literally yeah. would just be like, just detach. Like, just observe it. And, like, that's actually not helpful. Like, I think it's just, yeah. that's a really funny part of, of spirituality mm. is when you apply it to real life and how to give advice and not be annoying. <laughs> like, I just it's just annoying. Yeah. And I know in them, your mind you probably were thinking this has helped me so much but they don't then like no do you know what i was thinking in my mind when people were like what the fuck gabby it's so bad like it's so it, I, I, I know thinking, what you're gonna say you know, i was gonna be like oh they're so attached to that ego like it's just so it's that's an egotistical thing to say it's a really egotistical and you it's just it's it's something that you will get there's a point mm-hmm. in your spiritual journey where you will be this person and yeah that really is everyone and everyone gets and you just have to kind of grow out of yeah. it um it's funny though it is funny and i just like i think back to thinking that i'm like oh my god (laughs) i can't believe (laughs) but how do you think like your spiritual your spirituality your spiritual journey has changed from that point obviously you're less of a cock now (laughs) Um, (laughs) yeah but how do you think it's changed like how would you give advice to the person who's not spiritual but you're taking it would be spiritual Oh my god, do you get so what I'm saying? much. Yeah, I do. I think... See, before, I would give this spiritual advice being so involved in the spirituality myself that I couldn't detach from that spirituality myself. Like, I couldn't detach from that whole mindfulness mentality because I needed it so much at the time yeah. that I couldn't separate myself from that when speaking to other people. Yeah. Because that I was just so fully into that. Yeah. But now... You know what? I actually went... I went very polar opposite. Like, I went I went very much from being so, like, I observe my thoughts and I, I am pure consciousness and I have no thoughts. I'm not even a fucking human. I'm just energy on a rock. Yeah. To actually hating that. Like, I really disliked that. I got to a point where I really disliked it because I felt like I wasn't actually doing myself justice in some moments where I needed to be. And what I mean by that is, although that whole philosophy and mentality is beautiful and does serve such a purpose, we do need a balance. Yeah. And I I was unbalanced in that because as soon as an emotion came up, I would be like, let me detach and observe it and this is yeah. not even a real thing. But actually, 
if you do that too much, it kind of goes into denial. And that very much linked into my whole complex I have about like kind of disliking my emotions and detaching from my emotions, which you've seen oh, firsthand. Yeah. So actually, when I realized that, and it was my first relationship that made me realize that I had this kind of struggle with difficult emotions such as anger and sadness and all of the painful emotions that I really, really, the way I dealt with them was detaching from them. Because mm. I can very, trust me, like if I, if there's one person that can detach from something like that, like I can literally just be like, oh, it's a blot in my universe. It's <laughs> not even real. Like I can just detach from so it. So you've, you, you use the kind of spirituality as a way to like avoid yeah yes in a way it helps in some situations as it does but there's i feel like there is a way to live life really living it like really being Mm -hmm. in it and still being and letting spirituality kind of enhance your experience rather than push it away yeah like shelter it there was a point where it became a control thing for me like i needed to control these like intenser emotions which kind of led into me having anxiety i think Mm. so the flip side of that was the past two years which you witnessed firsthand yeah i guess especially pandemic years yeah i just like i flipped from being like I am the master of all my emotions to being like, let me be consumed by my emotions. Yeah. Like, you fully you saw this. very, very polar opposites very quickly. Yeah, I did. Like, two years I met you, you were like, I'm growing. I'm and now <laughs> I am the wind. And now you're, you're... I'm like, let me be the you, fucking storm, bitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you I just, really went into it and... Mm. It's because I got into the whole... I got into more, um, like, psychology. And I got into a more... There's two ways of looking at spirituality. One is a very structured way and one is a very, like, fluid... Do you think there's only two ways? No, there's lots of more. But in your mind? Mm, Some people characterise it in two ways. Okay. Some people call it, like, masculine and feminine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to use those words. No, no, no. But there is, like, a line of thought that says that some spirituality is, like, masculine which is, like, meditation, mindfulness, and there's the other side of spirituality, which they call, like, feminine. So, like, yin and yang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And feminine is, like, being so fully involved in your emotions that you almost become, like... You use it as, like, a way to deal with your trauma, is, like, letting yourself feel everything, and, like, mm. blah, blah, blah. But I got into that whole part of it because I started reading books on, like, trauma... And realise that some of the ways that you deal with trauma is by letting yourself feel it so fully. So actually I flipped from detaching from it to being, to, in a way, letting myself be consumed by the emotions I was feeling in Do you moments. think that ever took a point where it was too much? Yes. Which is why I'm now, like, seeking to find a balance. Yeah. I mean, you saw it when it got too much. It wasn't... I did, but I'm, 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 I'm taking the role. I'm, I'm taking over yeah. and I'm interviewing you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Uh, I think it just got ugly. Like, there's a point where you can just, like... <laughs> like, I, I I, craved really intense experiences last, last, mm. the last couple years. Did it match where you were at? Yes. It, ma- it was, like, me rebelling against me feeling like I couldn't feel. What? It's just, yeah. Yeah. What? Why do you think it... Like, you saw it. Why do you... Th- Where's the point where you think it got bad and why do you think it got bad? <laughs> I think it got bad when 
you kind of found a person that fueled this <laughs> fire and it was kind of like oh we're getting done bad anyway and we have a thing as friends that we know when we're doing something bad but we say like yeah. i need to do it yeah but this know. is a bad decision i recognize it and i don't mm-hmm. want you to talk me out of it and you would say you were saying that too much <laughs> Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think when it go bad is when you had a person that fueled. And I think it can generally be a quite disastrous when you're in this kind of space mm. and someone else externally links so greatly to it. And <laughs> while you're just feeling and whatever, this other person is like, feel this and this and this and this. Yeah, that's true. Even for other people, not like even not just in your experience i'm saying for like all people when you're not maybe in the best space mm-hmm. or in a like a transition period i guess mm-hmm. and then someone else comes that's whoosh, that's me doing a fire noise that matches yeah it kind of like that inf- i i, I wanted word. because i was in such a like I mean, this this links to relationships. Because I had been in such neat and contained relationships before, I literally wanted to have the complete opposite. Like, I was like, I need some fucking crazy people here. Yeah. Like, I was like, you I want the extremes. It. Yeah, I did. I was like, I really attracted extreme people into my life. You did? I, like, really, really did. did. <laughs> really like, extreme people. That you did? Kind of, sometimes are questionable people. And... Yeah, you did. I became a little addicted to the toxicity, I think. It was, it's not, you need to do it. You it do, everyone happened. does need to go through a bit maybe, of Maybe, no, actually, phase. that's, maybe that's a lie. Don't, that's not an encouragement. Yeah, don't, don't go through, the, yeah. we're, we're, we're speaking way lighter toxicity than it can get. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, we're, we're not encouraging any abusive relationships. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what what we're, we're saying it toxic in a more adolescent way. Yeah, more just like these are unhealthy habits. Yeah, yeah, like picking your nose or whatever. <laughs> I yeah, I became addicted to picking my nose. Yeah, yeah. The past two years. Um, uh, but we were both in this stage where we weren't necessarily seeking out the healthiest connections. Do you know what I think it was? What I think we got a bit of a power rush because we got into all. <laughs> we basically we got into manifestation, like the whole concept of manifestation at the same time. Yeah, yeah. And maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but. It's a beautiful thing to, like, realise your own power and to understand, like, your sway of things. But you can use that too much. I think I had a different experience because I found a really hard... I had a really hard time letting go of what I wanted, what I manifest, what I was manifesting. And so I didn't have the kind of power rush because at some point I didn't see how my power was really working Mm -hmm. because I was like I just want to let go but I fucking can't (laughs) you know like I want this and I just can't let go because I want it so badly but and then I let go and things happen yeah yeah yeah, always that's just how it manifests that's how it works how life but I didn't have this kind of power rush feeling and I, de- I definitely think we were, we were doing the similar things, but in a very different way. Because we always like a different do. Different font. Yeah, we do always do. Yeah, well, same sentence, different font. Mm-hmm. I hope you enjoyed the first episode of that series. And this conversation obviously will be continued in the next few episodes of Sage in the Streets, this series.